This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You thought right. With a unique blend of spices, these are the spicy nugs that other spicy nugs wish they were. And with Wendy's new ghost pepper ranch sauce, you'll reach new levels of spicy. So you're probably thinking, where's the closest Wendy's? Get the only six-piece spicy nuggets worthy of their name for free with purchasing the Wendy's app. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's offer must be redeemed via the Wendy's app. App download and account registration required. Not valid with other offers. See offering app for additional terms. WQAM Miami. WPOWHD2 Miami. WKIS HD2 Boca Raton. Home of the Miami Dolphins. Powered by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. And Odyssey Station. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560, FM99.9, HD2, The Joe, WQAM, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. We're back here, Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. A big uh, happy Thursday night to Danny, the GM over there at Tropical, and Ari and Erica, the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet as well. Another shout out, by the way, to uh, the Nose family, who just drove 14 hours back from, I'm guessing, North Carolina to get to their house where Nose has invaded himself to do the radio show from there as they just pop their heads in the door to probably relax and then realize their son of uh, 40 plus years of age is taking over their house and that's where we're at right now so that is a little inside information probably a little too much information but then again i don't care it's seven o'clock on a thursday night so that's how we are um we were talking about the quarterbacks by the way i we got a text during a break i guess i have to, to to bring this back up because when we're talking about the players that knows doesn't like that much um i skipped over someone i gave you two wide receivers i gave you alan robinson julio jones and then stopped you after alan robinson and a texter literally texted in and said zach's a fat idiot i don't know if he knows me or not but he called me a fat idiot and said please let nose talk about julio jones so uh just so i don't get fat shamed again once on the text machine uh and then called an idiot as well because i'm probably a little bit of both tell us why you don't like julio jones so i don't get text uh, ripped again let's just be clear you're not an idiot thank you and that's it Right. I was but, gonna say this yeah. is one of the time the the, the, the text. How mean am I? How mean am I? You're just so not perfect. an idiot. Nothing about your weight. <laughs> Nothing at all. You're so. <laughs> that was all perfect. Right. Uh, fair enough. Anyway, so why, don't, why don't you like Julio? Tell tell the, tell the world. I had a little game last week. I thought it was a a little fun segment of like asking a toddler as to why we should not draft uh, Julio Jones. Let's. So I'm going to do it again because I enjoyed it so much, and you're going to be my toddler. So oh, of course, Zach, Zach. My first question to you is: Okay, has Julio Jones stayed healthy over the last three NFL seasons? Yes or no? No. No, he has not. Okay. No. Julio Jones went from Matt Ryan. Okay, right to now. Ryan Tannehill, correct. Right, right, right. Okay, so who's a better gunslinger? I would say still a better thrower of the ball would be Matt Ryan, but that's not okay. even the point. My next right. question to you is this. Who is the focal point of that offense? It would be a uh, certain man named Derrick Henry. That's correct. So would you consider the Titans a run-first offense? Absolutely, yes. No question about right. it, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Now, who's the? is Julio Jones the best offense? Wide receiver on the Tennessee Titans, Zachariah? He is not. No. So AJ where Brown have... is, right. A.J. Brown is clearly the right. number one. Right. So let's see what, what we're going to say here about Julio Jones. His name is as big and grand as it can be, right? It was the one of the best wide receivers. He's a Hall of Famer type of talent. But right now, currently, that is a run-first offense, no question about it, especially in the fourth quarter when they're up. They run, run, run. 
They have a great wide receiver that's not named Julio Jones, and that's A.J. Brown, the new Julio Jones. And so on top of it, he's the second option of a run-first offense. No, I do not like Julio Jones where he is going. It's too early. It's the type of person who walks into the draft. If my brother is listening right now, he's the type of guy who's like, okay, I'm between Isaac, Bruce, Marvin Harrison, and Julio Jones. Okay, that... My point is some people go with the comfort level of a star that once was versus the young person. Julio Jones, uh, this is the year he becomes. He can have a good year, but there's just no way week after week consistently going to have big stats, fantasy stats. He's going to have some big games, but overall I think he's going to have a lot of duds, 3-4-40 type of game where, you know, Derrick Henry runs the ball 28 times. Right, and right. Ryan Tannehill runs the ball a few different times. And then the big plays go to A.J. Brown and not him. All right, so there we go. We got through the entire list of knows who he likes and who he doesn't like going into your drafts. Also, last week we went over the kind of top 11 quarterbacks on the noses list. Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Garcia, be ready for this one, Jalen Hurts. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, and the aforementioned name, Ryan Tannehill. So if you got one of those top 11, that's good. But I'm in a two-quarterback league. I'm in a super flex league. I'm in one of these leagues where you got to have a couple different quarterbacks on the bench. What are the next six guys that you could think that are, that are easy to draft, nice to draft, and uh, I guess you can almost say safe to draft at this point? Well, I'm not going safe here, okay? I'm actually going to say after those top 11 players – if you want to go safe, you could take Matt Ryan, you could take Big Ben, and you could and you could take Matthew Stafford, and, and you could enjoy those guys because well Stafford maybe is a little higher up on them based on the weapons, new team yeah, weapons, but, right? But, exactly. But still, nonetheless, it's safe. If you want to go upside, if you want to say, okay, I'm going to try to get that guy that's going to get into that top seven. Here's a few names that I have for you. Okay, we've been in the show for a while. And wow. wow, music. God, I love a produced show. Trevor Lawrence. Okay, so right. There hasn't been a prospect since Peyton Manning, I'm going to say, as good as Trevor Lawrence coming out. He's got an offensive coach in Urban Meyer that's going to throw the ball. He's got players like Chenault Jr. and DJ Chark. Do, 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 do. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. They're not the greatest weapons per se, but they're good enough where I think Trevor Lawrence, who could absolutely run the ball as well, has every opportunity of having a very nice season. So if you want upside, didn't get one of those top 11, or have a two-quarterback league, or a keeper league for that matter, I'm saying give Trevor Lawrence a chance. He's right after that top 11. I also love Joe Burrows. Uh, Again, horrible injury, but before the injury, he was showing a lot of talent, great wide receivers around him. So overall, three-headed monster of Jamar Chase, as you would call Jamar Chase, what is his name? Butterfingers. Let's go, Waddle. Let's go, Dolphins. You're the best. Okay, so you got <laughs> you got Burroughs, who's got also Oil Cam Boyd, and T. Higgins, who is one of those up-and-rising stars. So again, if a player that you want with upside, if Joe Burroughs could get through his knee injury okay, he's got the weapons and he's got the arm to do it. I also love... Love if you have one of those top 11 or if you waited on them. Justin Fields and Trey Lance, I'm putting in the exact same category. They are two quarterbacks that could use their legs. We've discussed it last week. Quarterbacks that run versus quarterbacks that don't run. The amount of points that you get for running. Just a a quick, easy 20-yard escape for Trey Lance up the middle. That's two points right there. Boom, it's quick. It happens fast that somebody like a Tom Brady won't get. So a Trey Lance or a Justin Fields by week three or week four are going to be quarterbacks that are going to be starting and they're going to have super upside based on their weapons and their legs. So I really urge you to stash a backup. And now I'm adding it to the list. I know this is not going to be a popular take. But who's <laughs> calling you? My parents are clearly home, and I feel like I'm an old man. Um, so I think it's amazing ma- that your parents still have a home phone. They do. I know. Do. I know. Yeah. It's absolutely embarrassing. How do I turn the volume off? All right, and who we're cares? down. Mac Jones. I know this is going to be an unpopular take, but Mac no, Jones. Not. 
He needs to be rostered. He looked really good. I know it's the preseason, but I have eyes. And if you guys have eyes and you have an eye for talent, he really looked the part. So Mac Jones is a player, again, late. I'm talking very late. If you start, if you could draft three quarterbacks and you start two, I really wouldn't mind him being your third. And after the first few weeks, you know, if he doesn't pan out, just drop him and pick up somebody else. But I think he should be drafted and rostered late. All right, so a half dozen guys that the nose likes outside of that top 11. Joe Burrows, Matt Stafford, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and the Big Mac, Mac Jones, out there <clears throat> Excuse me, in New England. Whoa, something caught there. Uh, by the way, Mac Jones is a starter now in New England. What does that mean for Cam Newton? <laughs> it means Cam Newton could go retire <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, okay? Didn't he you sign go with your... Sycamore? You yes, can, there you he go. Should, right, you he, can, he can take his top hats and his weird scarves and his awesome glasses and his amazing style, and he could go elsewhere. We hated him last year on this show because we believed his talent wasn't there. We saw it. He has no more arm left. So, yes, Cam Newton, good riddance to you, my friend. Yep, that's it. 305-567-0560 is a text machine. By the way, uh, earlier we had that text come in about that 14-team P- uh, PPR league. It looks like the guy got back to us. Uh, so to answer your question, knows I took A.A. Ron Eckular and Harris, and my wideouts uh, wide are Deontay Johnson, Brandon Ayuk, Devonta Smith. My tight end is Pitts. My quarterback's Aaron Rodgers. I like what you've done there. Okay, now, again, for a 14-team league, a lot of people are in 10-team leagues. Could you imagine right. a 14-team league? That's four extra picks per round. You, my friend, did great. Not good. But great. Congratulations. You're going to have a fun year. Stay healthy. Yeah, that's a good one right there. Uh, let's see what else. Yo, Here. boys, my draft uh, my draft strategy is to go heavy running back, four to five in the first seven rounds, and quarterback late, eight to 12, eight to the 12th round to get one of them. Give me some quarterbacks that should be there late in the 12-team league. Uh, we t- It's a 12-team league. Uh, we just talked about a couple of those quarterbacks, but who's usually available, say, uh, late, late, late in a 12-team league at that point? Give two or three out there that the guy might be able to look at. I mean, if you're going to fully punt the uh, the quarterback situation, we did address it. I think, again, this is a, if you're fully punting the top 11, then Joe Burrows, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and Trey Lance. Now, with Justin Fields and Trey Lance, they're not going to be startable week one. They're going to be probably startable, at least Justin Fields, by week three. So if you want to get yourself just that middle-of-the-road type of guy uh, to cover yourself there, Baker Mayfield is a player that I would say he's going to be consistent. He's never he's not going to light it up because, that again, talk about run-first offense. That's Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt all day. But, again, in your strategy, you're saying, I'm going all in on depth in the running back and uh, wide receiver position. Again, great strategies. Get those guys that could run, Fields and Lance. And if you need somebody immediately right now, again, uh, Baker Mayfield, even a Kirk Cousins, because, again, I, I don't love him, but his weapons are Jefferson right. and Thielen, and, and they're, they're quite good. Uh, if you haven't drafted yet, don't punt the quarterback position too much. You don't need that fifth running back before your first quarterback. That's right. just silly. Great so strategy there, right? Take a deep breath on that. I love the idea of getting the depth especially in this year where you're going to have people pop up on COVID lists. You're going to have, obviously, multiple injuries. I'm a super big fan of RB de- of running back depth. But you got to start a quarterback, and they get you the most points in your fantasy leagues, many, many leagues. So don't be stupid. Right. Okay, I'm really quick, one. if you don't mind. I yes. got one here for you for your notes. So in my I'm other league, I, got, I, I, I did not follow the nose's direction here and ended up completely screwed at running back. You know, my receivers are strong. I got Devontae Adams. I got Mike Evans. I got, I got Terry McScorin, so I'm good there. But my backs, I ended up with Najee Harris as one, but my second back, I mean, it's all over the place. I got Kareem Hunt. I got Kenyon Drake. I got Raheem Mostert. What's my move here, man? Well, your move is you already made your move, right? So you're going to have to hope that Radio Raheem becomes a star again, which I still believe the nose pick of the year last year has star written all over it. The problem is he can't stay healthy, and they have Trey Sermon there, and they'll bring in players like crazy, like Jeff Wilson Jr. was a star in the playoffs last year, and um, 
what do you do? You're just making a beautiful example for me, Garcia. Thank you for saying that out loud. You just proved the point that you can't punt the running back position. That second running back is vital to get. So that texter who just came in and said, I got Ekelar and Najee Harris with my first two picks. As you can see with the rest of his draft, it all just pans out much cleaner for you. Now for you, you're looking for Nick Chubb to get hurt, Garcia, because then you have Kareem Hunt. That's your. That's what you're looking for. Well, that doesn't work so, for me because I got Nick Chubb in the other league. There you go. That's what happens when you have two leagues, my friend. Right. Wait until you get wait until you get 25 leagues and see what right. happens on a Sunday. You're rooting but, for yourself uh, and against yourself in every game. Again, right? though, I, I appreciate it. It just shows how fast the depth at running back goes, and it goes fast, guys. So you don't want to be the person in the fourth round taking Kareem Hunt as your RB2 because you have to take a running back there because you didn't earlier. And now all of a sudden that guy's going to get 10 carries. You're lucky if he gets into the end zone and that's your best case scenario at RB2. So beautiful point. You choked. We're going to, you're going to be okay. We're going to walk you through it, but guys getting two running backs in the first three picks is so vital. So vital. Well, that's funny because the next text is what up fellas, would you advise going running back in your first three picks I've seen the opportunity in my PPR mock drafts. Uh, he's got the first overall in a 10-team PPR, and what he's done in mock drafts is go McCaffrey, Harris, Gibson. You like that as a first three picks uh, for a 10-team PPR league. If your first three picks are McCaffrey, Gibson, and who was that? Najee Harris? Najee Harris and, uh, yeah, and Gibson, just, right. Just go uh, put your rest of your thing on auto-draft, hit a bowl, and go drink a beer or something. You're good. You're good. It's over. Right. You, that's you a great won. start, right. It's great. No, but that's a mock draft, so people right. – I, I never mock. Now, I don't discourage you from mocking. I just think it's just uh, a tease, if you would, as to what won't happen later on. Because people do silly things in, t- in those uh, mock drafts, and then it makes you look like you're having a better team than you are. It's nice to get a, a feel for where people are in general. But, uh, yeah, if you're at the first pick and you have McCaffrey, and if you're in a 10-team league, and at 2021 you have the opportunity to grab – as you said, two of those top, top-notch guys there, oh, man, three running backs start. You don't have to worry about running back for a long time. Your next right. three to four, five picks don't have to be running backs. You've done your job, and your team will look amazing at the end of the day. All right, one more before we go to a break here. When you were giving your quarterbacks out before, someone asked, what about Jameis Winston and that next tier of quarterbacks? What do you think about Jameis when it comes to that next tier after the eleven? He's a perfect example of somebody who we did mention a few times. I'm a big Jameis Winston fan. I've been a big Jameis Winston fan since being the guru for the Zach, the Joe Rosen Zach show. He's a person I highly recommended years past. The only problem with him is that Taysom Hill is going to come in the game in the red zone and he's going to shark touchdowns left and right. That is going to happen. So, unfortunately, Jameis Winston's going to have less fantasy points simply because of their usage of Taysom Hill. So, do I like him late? If Taysom Hill goes down with some type of injury because of the way he plays, then I have all of a sudden Winston being a absolutely studly type of uh, quarterback. But until Taysom Hill's out of the picture, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic he could be good, but not great. All right, so that'll do it for this segment here. Keep texting in uh, your questions if you have any more. 305-567-0560. That's the nose. Garcia back at the studios as well. And I am Zach Krantz. This is Zach and the Nose. Fantasy football show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. We'll come back. We'll take more of your text messages. We'll dive a little deeper into the Nose's brain and see what else is going on. And in the last segment, we're going to play a little game with the Nose called Yes or Nose. That's right. Brand new game show here on Zach and the Nose. We're back right after this. Text 560 The Joe, WQAM on the Kendall Toyota and West Kendall Toyota text line. Kendall Toyota. 86.5 HD2 The Joe, WQAM. All right, we're back here. Zach and the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. 305-567-0560 is the text machine if you want to get in here for any kind of questions you got, pre-draft questions, of course. Um, now, another topic, by the way, that was a pretty big topic uh, last week that we have not really dove into yet uh, that I wanted to ask you about. J.K. Dobbins. 
Uh, this was a guy that probably had humongous upside going into this season in that running offense with Lamar Jackson and now out for the season on IR if you drafted before he got hurt. Uh, wow, that sucks. If you waited until afterwards, you probably did not take him at all. And uh, this is just a lost name this season for fantasy football, which absolutely sucks. Give me some uh, insight on uh, J.K. Dobbins or what to do in case you either took him or wanted to take him in this draft. Well, hopefully you didn't take him. Hopefully you were not in a league that drafted before that news. And if you were, you know, you sort of deserve it. Or at least the commissioner who set it up that early. You know, that's one of my big pet peeves because that's a wasted pick. That's a third rounder that uh, you no longer have for no reason besides the fact that your draft was too early. Uh, But this does open up doors. And the doors it does it open up to is a certain bus. And that would be Gus the bus yeah. is wow. I did that. So, did. um, listen, the Ravens run the ball more than any team in the NFL. That's a fact. They lead the league in rushing over the last two years. Okay. And obviously that's a lot of that is because of Lamar Jackson, but that strategy is not going to change. Okay. So Gus, the bus Edwards right now shoots up your rankings. Okay. He has now become one of those players that as of today, I'm comfortable as you're running back to, that's how, Uh, much of an opportunity he has. Now, of course, there are players on the streets like Todd Gurley or Devonta Freeman who might get picked up from now until your draft or the beginning of the season, and there's nothing you could do about that because that's the information that we don't have yet. But if you're drafting tonight, for example, big night to draft tonight, tons of drafts, Gus Edwards is a player that, again, if you could grab late third, early fourth, fourth rounder would be just spectacular in a 12-team league because they're going to run the ball and now he's just getting extra run and he ran the ball plenty last year and he looked great. Great running offense. So the J.K. Dobbins situation is, you know, unfortunately, cross him off the list just like from the movie Major League. That guy's dead. (laughs) Cross him off the list. We're not going to feel bad on a fantasy show. It is what happens. It's sad. It is what it is, Um, right. Trust me, that guy's got plenty of money and he'll be okay. Uh, but Gus the Bus is the true benefactor of that. Just keep an eye on who they may or may not sign moving forward. Uh, although they have a player, I believe, named Justice Hill is now the backup. He is, right now, it is Gus the Bus, a cane that no one really even knew coming into the season uh, a few years ago, and he was great. So, uh, quietly, he's ranked lower than he should be. So uh, keep him on your list. Move him up your list if you have a, a list that's a little outdated. And uh, I highly recommend drafting him as your RB2 as a late one. Or if you could get him as your RB3, that's really where the value and the steal is. Gus the boss. Love it. Uh, okay, so I wanted to ask you this too because we had a text earlier about it. And you gave out uh, kind of your top three and a half tight ends uh, in the league. So what happens, and I'll ask this question for everyone out there. Let's say you don't get those top three and a half tight ends of the league. What are the next couple of guys that rank high on your list of guys to take at that position that probably have some good upside and probably going to give you a certain amount of points each week that you're going to be happy with? Okay. Well, let's tell you what we're not going to do. Let's start with that. We're not going to take Mark Andrews because he's going way too early. He's going right now in late fourth, early fifth round because people saw the run of tight ends and say, oh, I have to jump on that. That is not what you do. With the tight end, you're either starting or you're ending that tra- that trend. So Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, Dallas Godert, Logan Thomas, Robert Tanyan. These are all starting tight ends right now that I highly recommend you do not draft because I want you to wait and I want you to take the following players. First, I can't be happier about recommending this to the South Florida folk because I am a true believer that Mike Gronkowski is a absolute star in the NFL. And as long as Tua could get him the ball, and I know they're going to spread it out, but Gronkowski is a tight end that is startable in fantasy. I love him based on the strategy that we have. You guys know if you watch football down here and you're a South Florida Miami Dolphin fan, that Tua's favorite target is Gronkowski. And he's going way too low, believe it or not. He's not being picked in that top seven or eight tight ends. I understand why he only he had multiple games last year where he didn't get the targets and he didn't get the receptions. But that was Tua on his first year in right. an offense he wasn't really ready for. He is ready now, and 
that tight end is going to get targeted a ton. So Homer pick, and I accept it, Mike Gronkowski. <laughs> Mike Gron- Gronkowski, yes. Gronkowski. Yeah. I know his, we, we know his real name, but we don't call people by their real names on no, the show. No, no, this I'm, show. Another favorite of mine, if you've listened to me over the last few years, Janu Smith is an absolute monster athletic uh, tight end. He got paid to go to New England, and now they actually have somebody who could throw him the ball. Cam Newton, in my opinion, could not get him the ball, but all of a sudden, you have yourself a rookie quarterback who I could think could sling it, and that is an offense that if you've seen the Patriots play offense, you know about a guy who's a killer, and his name was Aaron Hernandez, and then, you know, next to him was the best tight end, I'm going to say, possibly of all time, they throw the ball to their tight ends there. So, I know Hunter Henry's there. I don't care. Janu Smith is a wonderful pick. I also like Noah Fant if he could stay healthy. I think he's a wonderful target for Teddy Bridgewater. And um, listen, those are the three players I recommend. Everybody else at that point, I don't want you taking those guys in between. So finish your draft with Gronkowski, Janu Smith, or Noah Fant. Yeah, that's a good little list right there. That's very nice uh, just to see uh, what to do with those. We got a text, by the way, during this uh, during this tight end segment talking about, well, we've talked about tight ends. You brought up quarterbacks. You brought up running backs. What about some upside wide receivers to take if you're not taking that tier one or even tier two or even really tier three wide receivers at this point? Where do you go from there? And I know you got a nice little list of guys there because you were helping me out during my draft with a couple of these guys. And I did pick up uh, at least one of these guys. I think probably two of these guys that you're going to talk about. But give us some value, guys, wide receiver position that have pretty big names but probably not getting drafted early. I'm going to give you a few guys that cross the spectrum of wide receiver three to four and then even wide receiver five, okay? So, yes, the strategy, I'm, I'm happy the 786 caller, and I'm sorry you're a 786 guy. I feel bad for you. But, listen, not everyone could be a 305, right? right? So, listen, the bottom line is this. I'm giving you a strategy that is definitely, as you can tell, I wouldn't say punt the wide receiver, but at the very beginning of the draft, I, I, I do urge the running back. I always will. And so, yes, there's going to be wide receivers down the road that you're going to need. The first person I'm going to mention is the pure wild card that everyone wants to talk about. That's Odell Beckham. And do I know what Odell Beckham is going to do? Absolutely not. Is that a run-first offense? Absolutely, yes, it's a run-first offense. But you can't tell me that nobody has as much talent as that guy. He's hungry. He tore his ACL real early in the season, and he right now is fully healthy. So he's a high upside player that's going very late. So if you see him on the board and you deem him as the best player there, I have no problem with you giving him a shot. He's definitely got a, the capability of being a top 10, 15 wide receiver, and he's going way later. Another player that I like a lot, free one of the top free agent signings, Kenny – there we go again. Kenny <laughs> – you're going to just have to all listen. This is we local radio is finding Kenny Galladay. Thank God they picked up after one ring because they're not young anymore. I, 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 I got to ask you, you, did your family also have the little tape recorder answering machine? This is just beautiful, okay? I Don't make fun do. of my parents, all right? Let me use their own. I know that they got the tape recorder. Garcia. I know where you live, Garcia. Anyway, Kenny Galladay. No, I don't. Kenny Galladay is a player that, yes, his hamstring is already acting up with him. I get it. But he was signed to be a wide receiver one. He got right. paid to be a wide receiver one. And as of two years ago, he was being the super sleeper. Not sleeper, but this is the next guy. Stafford's guy. He's a number one. Completely could stretch the field. So right now, he's going way too late. Or at least at a position at a time where I'm like, you know what? It's worth it. Because if he's my third wide receiver, and because I didn't address it early... You could do worse there, okay? So Kenny Galladay is a player with high upside. It, it could go bad, but if Danny Dimes can get him the ball, you got yourself a really right. athletic stud wide receiver, and you got him late. Yep. Then there's three more guys I wanted to bring up. I got a bit of a man crush on, I'm going to try to do this, La Visca Chenault Jr. Now, what? yeah, exactly. I, I already know that's what. What? Who is that? Was it so? Sheenolt Junior. That's the way to say the the last name. I could be butchering it, of course. But well, I'm just I'm looking to see how what I'm going to call him all season long. I'm, I'm now writing down my notes. I'm thinking well, we're on radio, in, so you have to be in, very careful with that no, last name. No, no, like. I'm yeah. thinking Livin Laviska Sheenolt Junior. I think you should work on it for a week. Let's let's yeah, take some notes let me write before that you. Down. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Let, 
But for those who may not be familiar with him, really super athletic player right now that Trevor Lawrence has been targeting early in preseason. Apparently they have rapport. They were together before the season started and already I'm watching targets go his way. He's the type of player that does short routes over the middle routes. He's also a guy who could line up at running back. I know this is going to, I could get hated on for something like this, but Urban Meyer offense, and he's going to be used similarly when Percy Harvin was at Florida. A guy who could be in the running back, he could be a wide receiver, he could be in the slot. They'll put him anywhere. I think they're going to use him. I think he's going to get very nice fantasy stats for where he's going. Again, it's a late pick, but if you see Sheenal Jr. on your list of guys and it's coming around your turn and you're not so familiar or feeling what you're feeling, listen to the nose. Go grab that guy. He's really good. Next, a player that was a top three fantasy picked player for like five straight years. Right. Yep. His name is Antonio Brown. Remember him? I I do. do. Right. Yeah. Who's going to lead the targets for the Bucs this year? It's quite possibly going to be him. Wow. So he didn't score a lot of touchdowns last year, but in the last quarter of the season, Antonio Brown was the most targeted wide receiver. Yes, Chris Godwin missed some games, but he was the most targeted wide receiver. And, oh, he is Antonio Brown, okay? So he's going way too late, in my opinion, and is one of the best value picks. Yes, there's a lot of weapons there, okay? I understand that they are going to spread the ball to Mike Evans, Godwin, Gronkowski. I almost said Gronkowski. I'm getting confused with myself. But... Overall, you could do way worse than having Antonio Brown as being your uh, wide receiver four. And that's where he's going right now. And he's going to be a player that you could pick and put into your lineup for bye weeks for injuries without hesitation. I think he's got a lot to prove. And obviously, I still think he's got a skill set that many wide receivers wish they had. So Antonio Brown is another player. Keep an eye on him. I like him a lot. Yeah, Tony Brown, man. I mean, this is a guy, like you said, couple of years back was like in the debate for a top uh, over running backs number one pick right. he went number he went number one wow in many many drafts because when you go and catch 130 balls and you catch bombs from big ben listen, he's not that right, he's not right. that far removed from that his legs are still there i'm not saying he's going to be antonio brown of, of years past but i'm saying he's going to be completely startable for you when you have to have players to put into your lineup because it's going to happen with injuries and bye weeks. Right. I have right. one last. Oh. I'll call it. I mean, I'll call it a deep sleeper for you guys. Okay. Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel, formerly of the Panthers, now has the gunslinger in Fitzpatrick, aka Fitzmagic, wow. throwing him the ball. Didn't play at all this preseason. Yes, Scary Terry's the one, but he is a very similar player to Sheenolt Jr., where they'll line him up anywhere. And uh, any good offensive coordinator will get their weapons the ball. I expect Curtis Samuel to actually be startable in about three to four weeks for fantasy. So, again, very deep, very late. Curtis Samuel is a player that I think you should be rostering. I like it. 305-567-0560, by the way, is a text machine. If you want to get in here, we have one segment left to go uh, coming. Uh, Somebody just texted in. I'm so happy you guys are back. Love the show. I need your take on DeAndre Swift and the hyphen this year. I'm happy to give you those. I already talked about DeAndre Swift. He's on my do not draft list. Very talented player, but on a team that is going absolutely nowhere. They're going backwards, and I happen to like his backup just as much as him in Jamal Williams. So uh, DeAndre Swift, please do not draft. I don't think you're going to get the value from him. He's going in the third and fourth rounds of fantasy drafts. No good. And what about the hyphen? The hyphen was a guy last year who in a lot of leagues, I would say, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but in most leagues, was a first-round pick. That is correct. I'm happy your memory isn't that jog. That is, you know, Not that totally. Resin fr- right, right. Yeah, a lot of tough years in Gainesville you had. I had them with you. We did <laughs> it together. I've we're aged, still, yeah, We're yeah. still standing here. We're here, yeah. Ba- barely, as barely. you know, right. when Positive J, aka J Welt, and his son Ethan, you know, are playing spinning at Simon's in Gainesville. Anybody knows that? Ah. And you know where our heads were. But that anyway, Grossman effect. Uh-huh. What's that? The Rex Grossman. The Rex Grossman effect. Right. Right. Another another gunslinger. Zach, where were we? Bring me back. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the hyphen. Thank, what do you, what thank, do you like him this year? God bless you. 
So he's a real interesting player. He went seventh overall, as you said. Literally, right. he was the seventh overall player last year because the whole concept was Andy Reid's running backs always do great. Whether if it's back in the day, whether it's Buckhalter or, um, gosh, he even made uh, he's made so many bad Chankartwick West. Do you remember that guy? Wow. And, wow. I'm bringing up names. He's had multiple Shark bad Cam. running backs. Thank you for helping me. Ooh, I totally geez. the fact that I came out of that. I feels I feel great, but you know, I'm, I needed I'm surprised Danny. you came out of that. All right, I thought you were having a seizure or something. Sir Kendrick West. Right. The bottom line is, is that Andy Reid's running backs, either good or bad, score fantasy points. That's what he does. So last year was shocking when the hyphen did not pan out as well as he should have. They had uh, Lashawn McCoy there. They had you know Daryl Williams. The question is, is he going to get the ball in the goal line situations? And I'm a little concerned about it. Where does he go? I have him as a surefire third rounder where if he's your RB2 in the third round because you went with, a let's say, a wide receiver in the second round. Just say you went with Calvin Ridley and you wanted to go with a Dalvin Cook, Calvin Ridley, and then the hyphen as your running back. I, I'm okay with it. You know, where does he land? I have him after uh, Najee Harris and right before Joe Mixon. So he's around the 12th overall running back for me. The upside is still spectacular for him. Again, I'm just a little concerned about the rushing touchdowns. And obviously, as you know in fantasy, if you don't get those rushing touchdowns, it's no good. And as of right now, I am very unsure whether, because he is so undersized of a player, that he's going to get those goal line opportunities. I do believe it'll go. I think it'll go to somebody else. And that knocks his value down. But if he could get himself 17 to 20 touches a game, he certainly belongs as your RB2 in the third round. Right, and my keeper league, he was the first pick of the third round, uh, right there exactly where you said he probably would go. So there you go. Without knowing, you knew exactly where we would go in my draft. That's the news. I am Zach. Garcia's back in the studios for us. we got one more segment to go. We'll wrap things up here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. We're going to debut a brand new game in the next segment called Yes or Nose. I have compiled 10 questions that I've seen over the week through twitter and social media and people asking and we will answer those well not we the nose will answer these questions in these last segment before we wrap things up here on the last pre-draft show before the regular season next thursday night let's take a break wrap things up right after this welcome back to the tropical chevrolet fantasy football show with zach and the nose on am 560 and fm 96.5 hd2 the joe wqam all right, final segment here, Zach and the Nose. You got any last minute text messages to throw in? 305-567-0560. You do hear the laughing in the background. It's because I could see Nose. Nose could see me. No one else could see us, even Garcia. And the things we do during the breaks or when we're rejoining in with music. Um, not safe for work, kids. Uh, that's what we're doing here because we're dancing and doing stupid uh, bleep. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Uh, but that, you know, no one really cares because no one can really see what we're doing. I could be make, making that all up and I, I might be at that point. 305-567-0560 if you want to get a last minute, a couple texts in here uh, before we get out of here. But uh, I'm really excited to debut this. I did not give Nose any information on this. Nose usually gives me information of what we're going to talk about here on the show or at least points me in the right direction. And I just drive the truck down for two hours while he's sitting shotgun. Now, Nose is sitting in the backseat. Nose has no idea where we're going in this segment. But it is a brand new segment that we're debuting here. I don't know how many times we're going to do it during the season. Maybe we do it one week, maybe we don't. The whole point is you got to listen to find out. The name of the show is Yes or Nose. The new game show here. That's right. On 560 The Joe, WQAM. Nose, here are the rules. I'm going to tell you what I saw on social media or what I heard from someone of what someone did, especially this week in the draft, in their drafts, or what they want to do in their drafts. So you're going to answer yes or no's and give me a little bit, no more than 15 to 20 seconds on why you gave that answer. Are you ready, no's? <laughs> I love the Family Feud music. Let's it's go. fantastic. All right, first question of yes or no's. In my draft, I took Jonathan Taylor before Aaron Jones. Would you do the same, no's? That is yes, 
Yes, I would. About one pick before him, so you were between the probably the two right players, and I think you chose the player with, believe it or not, the higher upside and the basically the safest of the two players, but they're both very similar. But I say yes, Jonathan Taylor all day. You did very good on the first one. Well done. We'll continue Whatever. doing this. That was the big test to see uh, if you would screw that up or not. You did well. All right, second question or second statement. Nose. I drafted Antonio Gibson before Devontae Adams in my league. Would you do the same? Yes or no's? No's. That's completely overthinking it, and you're an idiot. Good job, everybody. <laughs> I just totally, totally went all in for a player who I love versus the number one player in his position. That is a big choke. No's to that one. By the way, just uh, to tell you, in the text machine right now, another person has joined your train for the season. Just drafted last night. Got Jalen Hurts in round nine, thanks to last week's advice. Welcome to the Jalen Hurts train. You don't have to play the soundbite there. We're going to keep the other few going there. I know Garcia's got an itchy trigger finger, and he was ready to go there. All right, third one here on yes or no's. Saquon Barkley's a top 10 pick. Yes or no's? No's. We've discussed that. You do not want to use him for your first round pick. That is a choke. We discussed him earlier in the show. Bad offensive line, bad quarterback, bad knee. No thank you. PPR 12-team league. I've got Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams before Joe Mixon. Yes or no's? That's a yes. I really dislike Joe Mixon in general. There's nobody more boring and consistently just good but not great than Joe Mixon. You have two of the most high upside, the two best wide receivers in Adams and uh, Hill. So nose to anybody. Who was the Chiefs? That was an awful choice. Definitely Hill. Definitely Adams. All right. Uh, I have the fifth pick in my league. I'm taking A.A. Ron Ekular before Zeke Elliott. Yes or no's? Nose for me. I'm a bigger fan of Zeke. Zeke is coming off of a season that when Dak Prescott went down and Zach Thomas, or excuse me, I forgot the, his first name. I think I could be right. Thomas, their best number one offensive lineman, went down last year. Then Zeke's numbers went down last year. Everybody's fully healthy right now. And so, yeah, no, I would like Zeke over Ekelar, even in a PPR league, but it's darn close, Zach. Could be comeback season for Zeke Elliott this year after a troubling season last year. Here's another one. I took the second tight end in my league. I drafted Waller before Kittle. Would you do the same? Yes or no's? That is yes. I firmly believe that Darren Waller will be the focal point of that offense in Vegas, where San Francisco, Kittle's fantastic, but they spread the ball around like crazy. So there's going to be games where he is targeted way less than Waller. Waller is my clean cut number two. You did great there, young man. Third round, I needed a wide receiver. I took Allen Robinson and CD Lamb was still on the board. Did I make the right move? Yes or no's? That's no's. You did not make the right move. As I've said, Allen Robinson is not a player that I am so fancy on right now because he's going to have Andy Dalton throwing the ball. And then when that goes bad real fast, Justin Fields is going to throw the ball. And who I do like, but not year one when you need to throw a lot of balls to Allen Robinson to have him be effective. So overall, that's a no's. I took my first quarterback in the league in a late round, took your advice, but I took Tom Brady before Aaron Rodgers. Right move, yes or no's? That's no's over here. That is a very, very, that's a big no's, okay? That's a huge no. It's not that big, but Aaron Rodgers is coming off of a 48 touchdown, six INT uh, game, excuse me, year last year. He's on a, essentially on a one year, show me how amazing I still am and then see where his career is. I have a good feeling that Aaron Rodgers is going to come back and be very, very steady. Uh, both obviously are two of the top, what, five or six, seven all-timers. Right. That being said, uh, Aaron Rodgers still a little bit more in his prime uh, fantasy-wise over Tom Brady. Yes, I'm aware that Tom Brady won the Super Bowl last year. I think you might have answered this earlier when we were talking about tight ends, but... I took my first tight end in my league. I took Kyle Pitts before Mark Andrews. Would you have done the same? Yes or no's? 
Oh, yes, I would. I definitely would. Kyle Pitts is that it factor player. He's the player that you're going to say, yep, yeah, I'm going to go for it. A little ballsy. I like that. It's a, it's a player that has unlimited upside, whereas Andrews disappears from time to time, has average games, and overall, I'm not trusting Lamar Jackson. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'd rather go Matt Ryan to Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts over Mark Andrews. Good question there, though. I, I, I like that one. That was a good one. Yeah, I thought that was actually a good one. Uh, I took a Tampa Bay wide receiver as my first wide receiver. I took Mike Evans before Chris Godwin. Would you have done the same? Yes or no's? Not a big fan. No's. I'm not a big fan of Mike Evans in general. He is going too high for my liking. I'd rather wait maybe two more rounds later and then get Chris Godwin because that's on average what's happening right now. Mike Evans is going, in my opinion, I know you took him, Garcia. I apologize for saying this. A little too early for my liking right now. So uh, I'd rather go and wait a little while and go with Godwin. Three guys still left on the board at the end of the second round. DK Metcalf, Aaron Jones, Darren Waller. I took DK Metcalf. Was that the right move? Yes or no? That's ridiculous. Aaron Jones was on the board and you took DK Metcalf? Have you listened to a word I've said? Knows you're terrible. You've just choked your draft away. You had every opportunity of getting a top 10 running back late in your second round, and you went with DK Metcalf. Come on, man. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it was a very good one. Thought that was interesting when I saw on social media. It's called a reach, and that'll do it for our first edition of Yes or Knows. Boys, how'd you like that? I had a great time. Thanks for asking. Works for me. <laughs> Garcia, did you like Yes or Knows? Oh, I could do it. I got to hit the buzzer. Come on. Don't know the well, buzzer. I know you did. I know you, know you did. I love hitting the buttons. All right, this guy loves hitting first, buttons. Right, our first segment ever of the test run of Yes or No's. I think it was a, uh, I think it was a success. Again, I Maybe. thought we answered yeah. questions in a fun and entertaining way, and that's how we're right. presenting information. You don't have Eric Carabell here spitting out statistics about, oh, the, the tight ends against 10th you know, against the defense against the tight end. No, we're not doing that on this show. We're going we're gonna to provide you with sound, log- logical information and hopefully provide it and make you laugh all at the same time. I feel like this so is our third what... preseason game. You know, like we just we just kind of had the, you know, we, we got everything kind of out the first week. Right. This week we kind of had a little bit more of a game plan. Things kind of worked out. I think we're ready for the regular season, gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, I, next I week right. we, we dive in. We go, let's go in next week. Right. Since we're still in preseason mode, uh, I think the Family Feud music worked nice, but we got Big Scotty on the text that said he would have preferred Jeopardy music. In the background, maybe Garcia will try that for the next yes or no's. See how that works out. Although Big Scott, I'm gonna not gonna lie to you, Danny Garcia is in charge of the music and sound bites. And to be honest, you probably just pissed him off. So I'm just telling you that. Big, you didn't big piss Scottie. me off. I'm just trying to hear uh, how it sounds. And it would right. be like I'd have to start the music for the question and then stop right. it, and then I have to restart it again. Whereas Family Feud just has kind of like a nice bed to it, you know. You're right. You're right. That was a good one, Big Scotty. I think you've been over. You've been trumped. You've been overruled on that one. Sorry, Big, Big Scotty. I hope you're. Uh, I hope you're ready for tonight. We got a lot of work to do. Let's go. All right. We got a text. Good segment. There we go. Okay. I'm okay. Feeling good about that. Fair enough. Right. <laughs> feeling geez. good about that. All right. So, like I said earlier in the program, by the way, next Thursday we'll be on same time, six to eight p.m. And then following us, and hopefully following us every week after that, uh, will be Thursday Night Football. But the opener next week, Tampa Bay and Dallas, starts off the entire NFL season. Oh, that's music to my ears. Drafts will be over, and we'll be ready to really start fantasy football at that point. Only time things will change for us during the regular season, by the way, is if something happens with Hurricanes hoops, or Panthers hockey, or if uh, the Nose's wife has not going on vacation somewhere, and we have to switch to the night. So this year knows we'll he might not know. going to a war zone. That, that might be cool. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll hope he doesn't at this point. God, uh, what a memory there. by you. Rock Garcia's yeah, come on. He's like an elephant here. Remember all that stuff. That was all my right, homeland. For, for Danny Garcia back uh, in the studios, the Odyssey Studios for the nose who's invaded his parents' house in a the Weston area, and for me and Davey sitting here in my office as well, not letting my kid go to sleep because I'm talking really loud. We appreciate your texts. We appreciate all the questions. We appreciate you listening and supporting Zach and the Nose. We also appreciate our good friends at Tropical Chevrolet, uh, Danny, the general manager over there. We always love, uh, we always love you and your popcorn and your great sales on cars. And Ari and Erica, 
we can't say enough about you guys, the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet. We thank you for supporting us as well. Texas just came in. Can we also discuss how bad Hard Knocks is? Yeah, it's terrible this year. Awful. Agreed. Awful. We don't Joe Philbin is discussion. on. Enough said. Joe Philbin is on, and he's the offensive line coach for the Dallas Cowboys. That says enough about how the Cowboys are going to do this season. Except I have CeeDee Lamb, and I hope he goes for a monster season. All right, so for the nose, for Danny Garcia, and I am Zach Cran. Thank you for listening to the Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Next time you hear from us, we'll be getting ready for the regular season. Right here on 560, the Joe, WQAM. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 